Today on the news and why it matters, Elizabeth Warren promises criminal penalties for people who spread disinformation online. Uh, just how self-unaware is Elizabeth Warren? Uh, also, she wants to make sure her secretary of education will be vetted by a trans child. What could possibly go wrong? And Chief Justice John Roberts refuses to allow Rand Paul to uh, submit a question in the impeachment trial because <gasps> it contains the name of the whistleblower. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by one individual who always makes me self-conscious about the way that I say news, Graham Allen. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Host you know? of the Dear America podcast. Wisconsin. I'm not, though. It's Minnesota. Minnesota. That's what it sounds it's like, so news. It's so weird. I don't news. know why. I'm born news and raised in Texas. have no idea why well, I have this weird accent. You've ashamed everyone with that accent. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Texas. Uh, Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck Program, Jason Buttrell, and on his maiden voyage of the show, we have Austin. Fletcher. I always want to just call you Fleckas because that's how I know you. But, uh, YouTube host of Fleckas Talks. Happy to have yeah, you here. Happy to be here. Uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So I know the two of you are former, mil former military. <clears throat> you do a lot of walking on the streets. Well, okay, yeah. so you can... We're the same person. I mean, obviously, <laughs> same, same. So, but I mean, former military, your joints are just ruined by now, right? Jacked. Uh, yeah. Just completely I'm, ruined. I am not in good health. <laughs> no, it's just bad. It's real bad. Thanks, America. <laughs> but uh, if you are one of many Americans who you just suffer in constant pain, maybe you're former military, you're a veteran, and uh, your knees are not what they used to be. Maybe you just, you were in a car accident. Maybe you're just getting old like me. I don't know what it is, but if you are suffering in pain, it doesn't have to be that way. You can try Relief Factor. It is 100% natural. It targets the inflammation in your body, which often times that's the root cause of your pain and you don't know it because you're masking it with pharmaceutical drugs that have terrible side effects don't do that try relief factor they have a three-week quick start pack you can try at relieffactor.com 70% uh, of the people who buy that they go on to keep ordering more that's how many people it's working for. It can work for you. It can change your life, really, if it works. You can go to relieffactor.com, $19.95 for that three-week quick start pack. See if it works for you. That is relieffactor.com. Elizabeth Warren. Mm. Elizabeth Warren has laid out a new plan, because she has a plan for that, guys. Uh, punishing people who share, quote, misleading information online, proposing criminal penalties for those who spread disinformation online. She promises to hold tech companies and anyone else responsible for the spread of disinformation and uh, vowed to require the firms to ramp up monitoring of users' accounts. Of course, calling out Facebook, which is her favorite one to call out. Well, she's sure to not include, there's nothing retroactive. Because <laughs> right. it starts now. As right. of this, this moment. moment. This no, moment. Not this, this moment. This moment. <laughs> uh, for its Facebook, for its troubling practice of allowing users to instantaneously share information in groups. Mm. How dare they allow people to spread like what they want to say mm. and stuff. Uh, Graham, I, we will get into the other the other uh, interesting tidbit about Elizabeth Warren and uh, what could possibly go wrong with her secretary of education pick. Yes. But um, are we sure that we want Elizabeth Warren, as Jason <laughs> pointed out, uh, making sure that people are not spreading disinformation? I don't think she has a great track record. She would be the first real commander in chief. <laughs> she would be the first real one. No, like you said, they need to, uh, you know, not make it retroactive. Mm -hmm. She needs to be clear. Just to be clear, I'm a blonde-headed white woman that uh, has never, ever had any ties 
to your Indian heritage of any way, shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> no, uh, of course, of course. This she doesn't like it because everyone thought that Facebook was going to lean towards mm-hmm. the Democrat. In fact, we've said it for forever. Oh, Facebook hates us conservatives. Yeah. But then Mark Zuckerberg, out of nowhere, comes out and says, "I'm just going to let people say whatever they want to say." Mm. And ever since then, Elizabeth Warren has just. It's a good thing she's not Hillary Clinton, or Mark Zuckerberg would already not be here. I'm just, just, just he would have gotten suicided. He would have been suicided. Um, I, you know, it's it's interesting because it apparently seems that if you are just saying, I'm just going to play neutral, I'm just going to be Switzerland, you're now in the bag mm-hmm. for conservatives, like Mark Zuckerberg has been painted. I mean, he got slammed for, guys, going out to dinner with conservatives. Can you believe it? He's obviously a Nazi. I mean, that's <laughs> proof positive right there. Um, I so much to say about this. Not, we're just forgetting the fact, you know, of her track record. She's the she's not the poster child for someone that should be pushing this legislation. Mm-hmm. But it's no surprise that who does she want to enforce these rules? She wants the government to be in charge of these rules. Right. And the reason we're in this, and we've talked about this on the show before, and it should be obvious to everyone, apparently not the people voting for them. But the reason we're in this situation before is because there was government intrusion inside these tech companies to begin with. Mm-hmm. Section 230 protections have to go away. Yeah. They have to go away. That's all you have to do. That's the government they do need to step involved they need to step in step in and get involved, mm-hmm. but only to erase the problems that they you know put there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Let let these tech companies figure it out for themselves. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to write any laws like what she's proposing. You don't have to do that. You just let the pocketbook and the greenback do the job for them. Facebook is going to fix themselves once they get slammed with private, you know, personal lawsuits. They're just going to do it. They're going to fix it themselves or they're going to go under. Yeah. And I'm sure there's another tech company that's got the best, you know, the latest innovation, whether it's, you know, censoring or whether it's just let it, let it all hang out and deal with it in the courts. It, the free market will fix this. Yeah. Um, Austin, I feel like you probably would have a lot of personal experience with, uh, you know, how maybe Facebook, YouTube, uh, those platforms could maybe say you're spreading disinformation, maybe demonetize a video, and you go back and look at it and you're like, I... There's nothing false that I said here. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. I'm constantly demonetized on YouTube, but Facebook has actually stepped in a little bit and been a little looser with the regulations and allowed us to monetize more. So they kind of realize that a lot of their audience are older people that are, you know, support the military, support uh, the police. They like America in general. So, well, you know, why eliminate that huge base? Um, It's just really ironic. The irony bells are going off in my head when I hear Elizabeth Warren saying this. And to all the masses who are just kind of like apolitical and watching, they must assume, oh, yeah, it's the right. They wouldn't bring it up if it was them spreading disinformation it must be everyone on the right who's doing that so it kind of just keeps people off their trail a little bit too it's just it's interesting to me just how completely transparent the left has become when it comes to uh someone having an opposing viewpoint and Mm. wanting to shut it down i mean they so transparently just want to shut down anyone who has any opposing viewpoint who does not agree with their specific political agenda um it's crazy but elizabeth warren also making headlines because uh she has decided after i'm sure much deliberation (coughs) um you know she's going down in the polls Poll, poll numbers do not look good for Elizabeth Warren right now. She is a sinking ship, and apparently she has decided to take the Beto O'Rourke approach of just arm flailing in <laughs> desperation, trying to stay afloat, trying to be pander grandma to anyone that she can pander to. Here's what she had to say about how she will vet her uh, secretary of education. In fact, I have two qualifications that I've talked about over and over. 
for my Secretary of Education. The first, it has to be someone who's taught in a public school. Hello. 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 <laughs> and part two, because it came from a young trans person who asked about a welcoming community, and I said it starts with a Secretary of Education who has a lot to do with where we spend our money, with what gets advanced in our public schools, with what the standards are. And I said, I'm going to have a Secretary of Education that this young trans person oh God. interviews mm. on my behalf. Mm -hmm. And only if this person believes that our Secretary or Secretary of Education nominee is someone who is committed to creating a welcoming environment, a safe environment, and a full educational curriculum for everyone, will that person actually be advanced to be Secretary of Education? Yeah! Yeah! I love when she does that. Ha! I have a feeling. Uh, you guys may have something to say about this. I would just like to add, for just for uh, clarification purposes, the tr young trans child that she was referring to was, of course, the nine-year-old trans child who asked a question at one of her town halls. Mm. Nine years old, mm. uh, a girl who identifies as a boy. She went by the name Jacob uh, and asked Elizabeth Warren a question about schools. So... Literally, you have a Democratic presidential candidate who just said she wants to use a nine-year-old child to vet who she will put in as Secretary of Education. What could possibly go wrong here? Where to begin? <laughs> uh, this is the same woman who said she wanted over half of her cabinet to be, what was it, gender fluid or gender neutral? Yeah, and non-binary, Non-binary people. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, well, what if it's a bunch of white dudes that identify as women of color? Can, can we just you know, do, do it that way? Um, even take the, take the transgender part out. Because honestly, that has nothing to do with yeah, it. It's it a nine-year-old, right? Nine-year-old kid. Yes. Uh, th this nine-year-old kid is going to interview an adult that's in charge of education throughout the entire country. Sure, why not? You know, my kid is nine, and he still thinks that he could be Batman. <laughs> in her defense, most liberal policies are pretty childlike. Yeah, so I guess that's this is true. right in line. <clears throat> that's true. That's a great point. I, I don't know. I, th this this. This is, they, they've done this forever. They want to lower voting ages. Yes. I, it is a constant attempt to appear like they have the best interest for the country in mind. But really what they want to do is they want to involve the people that are the most impressionable that they can mold exactly the way that they want them to. They don't want adults mm -hmm. who can actually use logical thought and process uh, of elimination for the right person. They're just going to have this woke moment that's going to be on uh, Facebook and spread all over <laughs> Facebook. Where's the false information for that? <laughs> Dead gummit. Austin, there's <laughs> what? Greta, David Hogg. Uh, you she know, trademarked her name, by the way. Greta. No, she didn't. I didn't know Greta there was a TM. lot of Greta Thor Thornburgs out there or whatever, but apparently there is. Sorry. Oh, my Completely gosh, not ridiculous. the point. But, yeah. uh, but, you know, you see all of these child stars that the left is just kind of propping up as people who we should listen to, people who should be able to dictate policy. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's going great for Jacob's mom. She was the one next to the yes. trans child during the debates, and she was very excited oh, about very. the mm. applause yes. and yes. the reception. Uh, so I think a lot of it is the parents behind the scenes 
trademarking threat on Greta Thunberg's name. I'm sure that wasn't her idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going great for the parents. It's going great for the brand building, it looks like. And they just use a technique of using a protected class. It's a trans child. Are you going to attack a child? Are you going to attack a trans person? Everyone kind of goes like this, and then they just get their message right across. The masses absorb it, and that's public opinion now. Which is really funny, the way that they do that, because they say you need to listen to this person and you're not allowed to criticize them uh, for being a child. And then they're like, oh, it's a child. You can't talk about them. And it's like, but if it's a child, then we probably shouldn't be listening to them. But you dictate. can talk some serious crap about their sorry parents. Is what you can do. <laughs> yeah, That's well, what you do. I'm not attacking the trans child. I'm attacking the trans child's parents. Parents. That's yeah, what I'm doing for telling them yeah. that this was okay. Yeah, the, that's it's absolutely ridiculous that a child is going to be advising her on who it. But but regardless, uh, I I will include the trans part because we used to be able to say what this was. This is a mental problem. Yes. Yes. The, the board of of, uh, of medicine used to classify it as that. It might still be classified as that but now we can't say that because we have to uh, this is a small percentage of of of, uh, of the world of the country whatever but then they're making it seem like they're they're just crazy victims right. and that's elizabeth warren's go-to that look every single lie we've caught her in whether it's being her pregnancy getting fired mm -hmm. being a, a minority whatever her it's son going to public school her son, uh, went to private but then school. what she just said was that they have to graduate public school hello hello <laughs> what are you talking about you're owning yourself right in front of camera but it's all about being a victim. She was a victim from all these things. Let me pick out somebody else that's marginalized and a victim. I am just so sick and tired of it. I guess apparently the left is now too with their falling in, falling in the polls. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. It's a bold strategy to uh, pander to 0.6% of the population. <laughs> we'll see how that works out for her. Coming up next, Chief Justice Roberts censors questions from Rand Paul. Well, Rand Paul released them anyway, and we have the questions for the from the impeachment trial when we come back. Oh. <sighs> Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts, who of course is presiding over President Donald Trump's impeachment trial, he declined, he blocked Senator Rand Paul's uh, questions, or at least one of his questions, during the open question time today. Uh, here was Chief John, Chief John Roberts, say that three times fast, here was his uh, explanation for why he chose to block one of Senator Paul's questions. Watch. Senator from Kentucky. I have a question to present to the desk for the uh, House Manager Schiff and for the President's Council. And the podcast listeners, he's reading the question on the piece of paper. The presiding officer declines to read the question as submitted. So now there was a little bit of confusion and a report came out that said that he declined to read the question because uh, it included the whistleblower's name uh, and referenced the whistleblower. Well, Rand Paul said, uh, that's not, I didn't do that at all. Screw you guys. I'm going to release my exact question and the exact wording on Twitter, which he did. And the question was as follows. He said, my exact question was, are you aware that House Intelligence Committee staffer Sean Misko had a close relationship with Eric Charamella <gasps> while, at a, national, while <gasps> at a National Security Council together? And are you aware, and how do you respond to reports that Charamella and Misko <gasps> may have worked together to plot impeaching the president before there were formal House impeachment proceedings? <laughs> um, 
Did he? I mean, he just sold Charmella out. Yeah, you're so screwed. (laughs) So screwed. (laughs) I don't understand. I'm just a guest here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Should we leave? (laughs) Wow. I don't don't know this woman. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want any part of this. Well, well, uh, for the record, I was just reading what Rand Paul said. Okay, it all starts with him if we want to get someone in trouble. But it is so bizarre. Uh, You know, Paul, he did continue. I don't think we have this tweet, but he did continue. He said, my question is not about a, quote, whistleblower, as I have no independent information on his identity. My question is about the actions of known Obama partisans within the NSC and House staff and how they are reported to have conspired before impeachment proceedings had even begun. So, I, I mean, this is amazing. pretty sure John Roberts just kind of sold out Eric Johnson. This is amazing. <laughs> this is this is, must have been crafted by Rand Paul. And I have so much more respect for him now for, for this because he the way he did this, he didn't say whistle. This is the, right. you know, a whistleblower or whatever. He did that and Name then sat there and waited back for, for the uh, chief justice's reaction. Mm-hmm. And when he decided not to read it, he outed the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. So but it got done regardless. Mm-hmm. It was either going to get done there or if he denied to read it. And he denied to read it. This is so such a silly game they're playing that no one knows who it is. Everyone knows who it is. This is so stupid. Well, and what I don't get is, I mean, it's not against the law for them to say the name. So why are we tiptoeing around saying Eric Charmel is the whistleblower? <laughs> they're just looking for reasons to Trace get... times. <laughs> trace times. Zero times. Thank you. Three times. Zero times. Trace times. Thank you for saying it in the language of my people so that I could understand. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name, so it's probably good that I'm not saying yeah. it and I can't. Um, you gotta be... It's Italian. Charamella. That's three and a half times. <laughs> they love when we say it, though, because then they can say, oh, we're putting this guy's life at risk. We're saying the whistleblower's name is so against what you know used to happen. But at the end of the day, American people don't care about impeachment. I've tried to shoot videos about it and I go to college campuses and the kids are just like, I don't care. And I'm like, really? oh, impeachment's a huge deal. Like when Clinton got impeached, everyone was watching like the OJ trial. Same thing. Everyone's like tuned in. Right now it's happening and they're like, oh, like is Trump out of office? Or <laughs> like, they just don't care. They've been desensitized by the news and it's just no one even realizes how big of a deal this truly is. Did you run into a lot of kids who thought once the House filed articles of impeachment that he was yeah. gone. Got a Stupid lot of people. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Trump's out, we did it. Trump's like, out! <laughs> Guys, I don't think it's that easy. I did one oh, video and then no one knew anything about it and I just asked everyone if they knew the Pledge of Allegiance instead and no one knew the Pledge no of Allegiance. No one knew that as well. <laughs> I, I so want to I, I would love for that. Okay, I don't want to, I, I want this to be done with. I don't want witnesses to be called at this point. I just want it to be done with and I want an inquiry after the fact. Mm-hmm. I want them to look into mm-hmm. the whistleblower, his interactions with Adam Schiff. I want that known because credibility matters. Yeah. And that would be the, one of the first things they would get to in a trial process. Is this witness credible? But we're not allowed to question that and find out if he's credible, yeah. which, spoiler alert, he's not. Yeah. He's heavily partisan. Um, but we're not able to do that. But there's, I hate to say that knowing like what we know and the special that we're going to do next week, but there's other witnesses that we could call Hunter Biden that I really <laughs> want to get information out of. Yeah. But the whistleblower explains so much. I just wish they would stop this stupid game and really get to, you know, what role did this guy have? Yeah. Was there really this, like, what, what did he call it in the tweet? Like, there, were, uh, there was a conspiracy between him and that other guy mm-hmm. to do this long before the, uh, any, any July 25th phone call yeah, happened? They may have worked together to plot impeaching the president before there were even any formal House impeachment proceedings. How are they not allowed to talk about that? Yeah. That shows what sham this is. Kind of a big deal, guys. Uh, Graham, Jason referenced uh, the the witness, whether or not they have, or whether or not they will hear 
witnesses, new witnesses in the Senate trial. Uh, Mitch McConnell now apparently has the votes. Uh, since last night, he had a, a good little meeting, I think, with uh, Murkowski, I read. Collins? Yeah, and Collins, who released a bunch of threatening voicemails. It's always the same too I know. on everything. I know. Gosh. Screw Romney, whatever. He can do whatever he wants. But um, he apparently met with them, and he now has uh, the votes that they could block the witnesses. Jason says he thinks that they should just go ahead and block any new witnesses. Let's just be done with this and acquit him. What say you? I think any sane person doesn't care <laughs> at this point. I mean, because any any rational person realizes that this never should have gotten this far yeah. in the first place. Yeah. What they claim the president did, which was the reason that they brought forth the articles of impeachment, has already been proven time and time and time again that that did not happen mm -hmm. in any shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. So I don't care. I, you know, it's one of those things at this point, I truly do not care. Let's, let's call this what it is. Let's get it over with. Stick a knife in it. It's done. Um, and all this is doing is just further empowering Trump's base already. Mm -hmm. It is, in my opinion, flipping people that were on the fence towards the president in the first place. And I even think that it's making some people that were firm Democrats start to pull away from their own party because they're seeing how weak they all look right this second. They look desperate. That's interesting. If that's true, I hope that's true. I, I do. Because I think it's very true. The only thing that I would be worried about and just full-on dismissal of any witnesses or any other information would be those middle-of-the-road people yes. that are truly the on optics the fence. for them that are they're saying, well, what are they trying right. to cover up if they're not letting people come and talk? That I don't, I see, I don't know. I hope what Graham says is correct. If mm -hmm. that's true, then they should, there's no question in, in my mind, do it. But I don't, that's the only thing that I'm sure McConnell is having to weigh that. Yeah, Austin, what do you think? I want to see it go all the way. Yeah. I want to call witnesses. I want it to go both ways, witness for witness. I want Hunter Biden to go down, Adam Schiff, all these people. I think they're highly compromised. I think that's why this is even existing in the first place. And I don't think if it just gets thrown out and, you know, we're not going to call it even and move forward fairly. We have to kind of settle this and get to the root of why everyone's so mad and why everyone's trying to take down Trump so bad. Do you wonder if the Republicans are not, uh, because they're not more willing to do this, if maybe they're scared that their own dirty laundry will yeah. be waved in the air if they 100%. I think this is going to root out a lot of the establishment characters on both sides. Um, and that's just the name of the game. And I think a lot of people maybe originally were not sure about Trump and kind of against him, maybe even did some shady things against him and maybe have changed sides since then. But there's still that establishment root on both sides that needs to be exposed by this. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I used to be completely on board with you. Like, I, I wanted all these people to come out so it would all get out there. And finally, the media couldn't hide the fact that all this stuff was going on for them. I'm just so pissed off now. I just want it to be over with. But I, I had a... Because based on principle, right? Like, the House didn't do their job investigating. They right. didn't do a thorough investigation. There's n there's no evidence there. You rushed it through. You, you right, get what you deserve. Right, right. Um, but, but, at the, but at this point, I mean, no, the media is not going to do us any favors on this. I had an argument yesterday with, the, like, one of the CNN's main fact checkers. And he just did this thing that got retweeted all over the place saying, there's no evidence that uh, Biden... Uh, did what he did for his son's benefit in firing that prosecutor. And we did a whole show on that. Mm -hmm. So I just started tweeting at him, and then all these people were like, you're lying, you're lying. And I just would reply with all the links to, yeah. to all, the, all the different pieces of evidence that we had. And no one cared. Mm. Their mind is made up. Yes. Yes. So they're not going to believe this until it comes out in some kind of public forum where they can go, well, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. And even then, I still don't think they believe it. Yeah, probably not. All right, back in a minute. Yeah, this, the, that fact checker. 
Hey, before we go into overtime, don't forget to check out, if you have not already, the Dear America podcast with Graham Allen. Make yes. sure to subscribe to that wherever you get I heard podcasts. he's racist, though, so be careful. Oh, be That's really careful I've heard. Him. I've heard that, too. Also, check out Flecka's Talks on YouTube with Austin Fletcher. He's got some amazing man-on-the-street videos. Overtime starts next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. While we're on the subject of impeachment and President Trump and uh, what 2020 looks like, Gallup, there's a new Gallup poll Uh, that says that satisfaction with race relations has jumped 14% since Trump's inauguration. The number of respondents saying they were satisfied with the position of blacks and other minorities in the nation increased from 37% to 46% since January 2017. Um, This really, this is not the only poll that I have seen in the last four to six months that really highlights uh, how well President Trump seems to be doing with minorities uh, and in the African-American community. Gotta be fake news because we were told he was a racist and he was leading a racist fascist country. It's a Photoshop photo. That's totally Photoshop. (laughs) Look at at their blurred hands. That's completely not a real thing. Usually usually when you do have a racist president, he definitely wants to make sure that like black people are working, Mm -hmm. right? Low (laughs) unemployment numbers for minorities. Constantly touting it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where you see the that's real racism racist. is yeah. putting yeah. putting the minorities to work. Think about that. So that's I, I was we're just reading that poll, and that was from 2017, January 2017. So the date that Obama left office. Yeah. Yes. It was down then, and under Trump, who they said was this crazy racist, it has increased, mm-hmm. and it, that is an amazing. Uh, we'll have to tweet that out that yeah. poll because if you read through the entire thing, starting from like I can't, they go back to like 20, 2007 or something like that. And you'll look at the numbers under the Obama administration, they're basically very flat. And that's like trust in the economy, trust in like the military, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. They're double digit percentage numbers under Donald Trump. Double digit across the board. And if you look at those numbers under the Obama administration, they're negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? The, the real perception of what, how people feel about the country and what we're shown on CNN or wherever, is va- it's a complete 180 difference. Well, and people have to be really careful about these polls that they pay attention to. CNN got busted out last week because they said everywhere, videos, news articles, 51% of America want to see Donald Trump impeached and removed. I mean, that's that that was the, I mean, that's what they were pushing. Who ran that and poll? then you read all the way down to the bottom of the survey and they interviewed 1,100 people. Yeah. In Ele- New York City probably? And probably yeah. in New York City. <laughs> right. you know, and, and so people read this stuff and they think that Donald Trump, people in America hate Donald Trump, but they don't pay attention to the fact you can't get a, a rational sense. This was probably the same 1,100 people they polled that had Hillary Clinton <clears throat> at 90% winning the election. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the same 1,100 folks. Right. And but but, but that's uh, that's the misdirection that news outlets do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they should be upfront. A uh, 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 honest news source should say today or this week we interviewed 1,100 people. people. 51% of them yeah. want Donald Trump out of here, yeah. and then they could show them at you know. 
Berkeley or wherever they're at, you know, <laughs> interviewing these folks. But uh, anyway, uh, they also said in this poll, Austin, satisfaction is also up between six and nine points on crime, the position of blacks and other racial minorities, the distribution of income and wealth and the opportunity for a person to get ahead through hard work, which I think is huge. Yeah. Isn't that that's what America that's is all about? Thing. And in the beginning, it was easy to label Donald Trump these horrible things. No one really saw him in action. Take a couple clips out of context. But now, after a few years of results and things to show for it, people are kind of the trust in media is going down. And those people that were told they were oppressed or Donald Trump hates them or Donald Trump's coming for them, they're going to start to come around. And I do this in my videos, too. One of my themes in my videos is Trump's not that bad. Mm -hmm. Where I go around to college campuses and in order to be progressively in line at this point, you have to believe that he does nothing good. He's going to blow us all up. He's going to put us in camps. So if you can convince some people that Trump's not that bad and if people start to realize that, like, oh, maybe Trump isn't as bad or maybe they did lie about that. Maybe this was pretty good. That's when you see, like, the, the real masses in the middle start to take a turn and mm -hmm. just abandon that progressive left on their own. Did you see that Dave Chappelle uh, video where he was, like, hanging out with Andrew Yang? Mm -hmm. so he, was, he was endorsing him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he said something that was really, really good. I spaced good. out as soon as it got to Dave Chappelle with Andrew Yang. <laughs> <laughs> spaced out. Um, he, it was really good, though. He, he, was, he was saying how there's people in Des Moines that don't have much money. And if you're sitting up there and your big promise is promising them Medicare for all and you want to win them over, but you give them the option of, well, you want Medicare for all, you want to keep $12,000 of income. Mm -hmm. They're going to take the $12,000 every day and twice on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's something that the political elite just do not get. And this poll kind of shows that. Yeah. Like, right now they're feeling yeah. better. Yeah. But you have these candidates like Senator you know, Warren and Sanders that are promising all these things, yeah. mm -hmm. raising a lot of their taxes. Why do they care about that when they're feeling good now? They don't want to break yeah. the system. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like saying your check's on the way versus it's in your hand. You right. Kind of and, oh, and yeah. by the way, you're the one who earned it yeah. with yeah. your own two hands. I mean, mm -hmm. there's something to be said for the, the self-esteem factor that you get from knowing I did this. I didn't have to get a handout for it. Uh, so moving on, the Iowa Attorney General's office is no longer seeking the commitment of a former uh, student convicted of a bunch of different sex crimes. And now this was with children. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the lowest child of the molester. low, a child molester, a pedophile, a uh, 23 year old convicted of molesting multiple children. They're no longer seeking the commitment of this person because he decided he was a girl. He said, you know what? I'm going to change my name. I am a female now and I am taking hormones uh, and he's undergoing medical treatment that is needed prior to him potentially undergoing gender reassignment surgery, uh, changed his name to Josie. And now they say we don't believe we have enough evidence sufficient to prove Josie has a significant chance of reoffending. Uh, they mostly blame it on the fact that, well, he's taking hormones now, so he doesn't have as much testosterone. So he won't be like all the rest of you men who apparently are child molesters unless you... Habitual molesters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta, lo you gotta love that slam on masculinity yeah. there. Uh, so he will not be as, a, as much of a, uh, you know, uh, danger to the community now that he is identifying as a she. How do you have the money to do that in prison? That's my question. Probably the taxpayers pay but, for but it. But that's what I mean. I mean, do you just, just be like, you know what I want to do today? I want to become a girl. Hey, I mean, it, it ended pay, up working out for him. Somebody pay that for me. <laughs> it's, still, it's still the same person, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and so 
I, that whatever is wrong been, up here to I've make very you want to prey on children yeah. is still there. How I feel about yeah. child molesters and child rapists and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I have, I have no sympathy. I, I don't. I personally don't believe those kind of people should be allowed back into our society. I just, I just don't. It's a personal thing for me. I realize <laughs> there's people that disagree. You know, there's rehabilitation and all that other kind of oh. stuff. But I believe that we live in a land of laws, uh, and and there are just certain things that we just don't have any room for those kind of people in the general population. And to be able to say that those people can just say, well, you know, I want to be a girl now. I want to lower my testosterone levels. I'm a different person. You know, Carl may have molested all those children, <laughs> but Carla would never do such a thing. Right. It's the same person. You're, yeah. you're, you're the same person. And I will, Jason, I, I, I want to hear what you have to say, but I just want to add in here that uh, he actually, some of his victims, they were of both genders. There was not just one specific gender, both genders that he preyed upon. And um, it was ranging from ages 1 to 13, as many as 15. See, one, I'm out. Is this the, so the Iowa Attorney General's office? Mm-hmm. Doing yes. this? And so, and are they forgive? So I, I missed that. Are they forgiving the crimes, or are they just letting him out early? They're or? letting. Yes, they're letting him out. Uh, they said that he still has to register as a sex offender. They declined to commit him too, because people right. wanted to commit him right. to an asylum because of how many times they he declined had done it. to do that. And now he's in some kind of transitional yes. thing where he is intended to be released. Yes, so. and he and and so he has to go to regular meetings with a probation officer. And uh, you know, oh, because everyone does what they're supposed to do with a probation officer, right? This is so. Th- this is something that we're looking at that we're very concerned about, and that's an infiltration of attorney general's offices and district attorneys, mm-hmm. and they're doing this all over the country, and they're completely just saying they're just peeing all over the rule of law. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're letting people commit crimes, but as long as they don't go over a certain amount, they're not going to do anything about. Immigration is just one of them, illegal immigration. And then there's things like this. And it's it's really, really weird. The backers and financers are all the usual suspects, George Soros groups, yeah. people like that, all the usual suspects we see on this. But the, the, the scary part is that they're running candidates in places like, I don't know, I don't know, like, Dallas, Texas, or you know wherever, and people don't ever look at who they are electing for a district attorney. Mm-hmm. No, no, nobody hardly even cares. I told you about that one in San Francisco yeah. that was the son of uh, of the uh, Bill Ayers mm-hmm. and the Weather Underground oh, terrorists, yeah. and he believes exactly what they believe. He's now so terror terrorists. He doesn't think they did anything wrong. He's now their district attorney. Mm-hmm. Same and he's thing already decriminalized there. a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, but this is something that if we don't, as you know, voters really start paying attention, Pay attention. to, mm-hmm. we're in big, big trouble. Yeah. Austin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's insane that this um, this guy's a criminal. He's a repeat offender, and then now his redeeming factor that makes it like kind of okay. Let's get him back out there. Is that he wants to become a woman? It's mm-hmm. just like very backwards, very sign of the times. Yeah. Backwards, upside down world we're living in. It makes you think to yourself, okay, people when they said, hey, if we just accept all of this transgender stuff, all of this, you know, LGBT, but then the QRS and adding all of these other things to it, we're going to walk down the line where we're going to be accepting pedophiles, pedophilia as, you know, one of those types of things. And, you know, I heard that before and I'm like, come on. And now I hear it yeah. and I'm like, Okay. That's why I can I can see why you guys said that now. See the leap. 
Yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. You think that it's a huge leap. The in leap your is head, getting but shorter and shorter. It, you yeah. see it happening. A lot of these leftist policies, when you just force them to look at the endpoint, mm-hmm. like, and we said this from the beginning, where do you think this eventually right. leads where to? If you would have said, "Oh, people are going to be able to get out of crimes because of what you're doing to yeah. this," they'd be like, "Ah, oh, shoot." Right. Or actually, they probably would have said, "Yeah, what do you, why do you think we're doing this?" <laughs> well, we're doing it. We weren't <laughs> expecting you to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yesterday's poll should CNN fire Don Lemon for laughing while his guests were mocking Trump supporters. Seventy-seven percent of you said yes. Twenty-three uh, percent of you said no. Um, I said if they were if they were objective, yeah, you'd obviously fire a journalist for doing that. But we all know CNN is not an objective uh, news agency. So the thing not. that makes it worse though about CNN is they were viewed as that. Right. They were right. the ones that oh, we're just the journalists. This we're is in the an middle. apple. But yeah. he's not a banana. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we know exactly what they are. So I'm like, why do they fire him? He's just a he's just a pundit and a pen and pundit. Right. So whatever. Right. Yeah. We all now you have that. the choice of not to watch them. Yeah. Uh, today's poll: Does the impeachment trial of President Trump make you? more or less inclined to believe that there is a bureaucratic deep state in America. Let us know. What do you think, Graham? Deep state? More or less inclined to believe that there is a deep state? Of course. Yeah. If you're paying attention anyway, Jason, I know you're... You know what I think. (laughs) Give me a magnet for the phone before we talk about this. We're just joking, NSA. Don't listen. Just kidding. Don't listen. It's it's, it's important to realize, though, so we don't sound like crazies, that we're not saying they meet in some kind of crazy dungeon and not a cabal. sacrifice a mule or something. Right, exactly. Alex Jones has kind of... Alex Jones has... (laughs) Depends who we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I bet there's some that have sacrificed something. The word has been bastardized, I think, to mean something. Yeah, there's... There's a lot of career bureaucrats, and yeah. anywhere from the State Department to organizations like USAID, all over the place, and they want it, it done themselves. a certain way. Yes. Yeah, yes. and they're going to continue to do that regardless of who the president is. Yes. That, by definition, is deep state, so yeah. Austin, you agree? Yeah, I think there's a deep state, and I think taking down the deep state is a generational job. It can't be done in one term, maybe even two terms, but Clean it out constantly. Yeah, you have to hopefully get people with the right mindset back to back to back yeah. to kind of take it out over time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let us know what you think. You can go to, of course, The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. You're welcome. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> yes. You come on here. I'm in rare form the way today. I talk. I'm in rare form. <laughs> Give me a hard time. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.